Hello and welcome to the return of the Juice Podcast with me, your co-host Ahmed Osman. I am joined by my very good friend Misha Mitov. Misha, how are you? Very good, man. How are you? It's been a long time. It's been a very, very long time. I love it. Last time we were here in the studio, it was recording. after Australian Open. Oh yeah, it was Australian Open. It was January. Um, obviously, if you don't know, we are students. We are studying at the same time, so it is very difficult to kind of juggle both yes, of them. Yes, but we'll be back. We are back. We now. are back now. We are back. Um, and we took an educated decision to kind of focus on our studies and then yeah. leave the podcast um, till the summer. We are at the summer now. The sun is shining and it's a beautiful day here in London. I think it's like 27 degrees today, isn't it? Can you imagine? I'm sorry, the last time, I was just thinking, the last time we yeah. did the podcast, Roger Federer obviously won the Australian Open. Yeah. And Karim Wozniak as well. Did you predict it? I think about Federer, yeah. I think you predicted Federer. Well, I'm, I was wrong about the, the women's champion. Yeah, we, we, we both had that. Svitolina. We both had Svitolina. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that was disappointing. Anyway, last time we did this, Federer won the Australian Open, right? Uh-huh. So much has happened since since the previous podcast yeah he, he's taking his uh, well-deserved rest yes. um from uh, the clay court season which um, which was kind of expected is expected and i think it's best for him and with his age and his fitness didn't and do well in america for miami and in no. the did, did well he did well he just didn't do as as well as, as well he did last well, year because he did the, he did the double last season yeah the sunshine, yeah, the sunshine double. double exactly um and someone that was very close to doing it was uh, juan martin del potro yes who's had a great year so far um, and uh, I'm actually very looking forward to seeing him in the clay court season, especially against Rafa Nadal, um, who match. we'll talk about later because we just uh, we just, just witnessed a very very, very good, good match. match. Um, and as we speak right now, um, world number three Marin Cilic is facing um, a very rusty and returning Kane Shikori. So we're not expecting much from him. We'll talk about that later. But let's review last uh, the, the last day of uh, of Monte Carlo, which was yesterday. Um, yes. And um, safe to say, a few surprises, but um, I want to start with, you know, Novak Djokovic, who, let's be honest, he hasn't been at his best since he's come back from the injury. No one said he's going to, you know, come back to to where he was um, before um, when he was just frankly unbeatable at the at the and the ATP events and even the Grand Slams. He was really good. So he lost to uh, Dominic Team. Um, and safe to say that Dominic Team as well is a very, very talented individual who is making huge strides to get into the top of uh, and the pinnacle of tennis at the moment, isn't he, Misha? Um, I mean, when you, it's difficult to play Dominic Team on clay. The uh-huh. last time they played was at the wrong at the French Open. Yeah, you remember what happened? He bagged Djokovic. I think I wasn't that the last last um, said. Yeah, I think it was that was yeah, so last yeah last and he was had. It, he, it wasn't even the quarter. I think it was the fourth round. Anyway. Yesterday the match was it wasn't a bad match three sets I think Djokovic won the first one mm-hmm. and uh, that's the main topic isn't it can Djokovic come back obviously the the thing that with Agassi and Stefan didn't work out mm-hmm. he's back with uh, Marian Vida let's see what happens with that and uh, I'm I really want Djokovic to come back because he's he's one of the best. That's actually, that's actually something I want to talk about because the subject of um, Agassi and Djokovic um, working together. Uh, when it first was announced, it was quite an interesting one. I was intrigued to see where, whether oh, it was. I was intrigued work. as well. I thought it was. Well, I thought it was a good decision. Mm. Consider the fact that the previous super coaches people say it was Boris Becker. That was a lot of success. Mm. Wimbledon, as a US player, Open, yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. as a player, uh, as a legend of the game, experiments with that um, with with someone that's played the game before, like Novak played um, uh, with um, Boris as as the uh, the the coach, yes. and he had huge success. However, Can I ask you a question. Go ahead. When it comes to super coaches, yeah, right. 
when you get someone like Becker or like McEnroe, like Agassi? Do you think that's a 100% good decision? It is a good decision because we've seen it through, throughout um, in terms of um, experiences. Look at Milos Raonic when he was at Wimbledon. He had yeah, but he was only Wimbledon. Yeah, exactly. But, but he it had, was a good Wimbledon. He, it was a good Wimbledon. And I think he reached he the, final. the final. He lost in the final to Andy Murray. Yeah. Which was... Um, in 2016, yeah. Exactly. Not surprised. Andy Murray loves Wimbledon. We all know that. And the, the support he gets from the crowd um, elevates him um, mentally yes. uh, at, at the world stage at Wimbledon. We all know that. However, just to answer your question, it has shown... You know, um, and yeah, but, but is it? Is it? If you look at, but yeah, but if you look at Becker, yeah. But if you look at Agassi with Djokovic and let's say Carlos Moy with with Sasha Zverev, uh-huh. I would say fifty-fifty. I mean, Zverev had some success, won the, the the Masters in Rome last year. Yeah, did good, played ATP finals. But I think overall, if you get a super coach, if you get if, if you get a legend, mm-hmm. it could be motivational in the beginning. But after that, maybe the ego is a little bit too much. I don't know. With Sasha's Verev, he, he hasn't reached his, his potential. He's yes. nowhere near the best that we thought he they would be. They were more about Agassi and Djokovic. Well, Agassi and Djokovic was a, was a failed, was a failed um, obviously, experience. And, and Novak would be the first to tell you that it didn't work out. Agassi maybe isn't the right coach for him. There were rumours that maybe those two didn't really get along well. Um... It's a tough one because I think is, yeah. I think even Novak, he's so talented and he's su- such a good mover. I think with the injury, it's affected his movement and the movement is one of his best attributes on on the court. In your opinion, with Novak, is it is it now mentally or physically? Is it is it you know, is it the fact that you know he's maybe too scared that he'll get an injury again, or is it the fact that you know he's good mentally? It's not about mental. I don't I don't think it's it's mental. I think it's definitely physical. Physical. I, I think he's still getting to know his body. I think he's yes. still, um, but. He's at that stage now where the clay court season is I mean, dominated. It's, it's the clay court season. The clay court season is dominated by one yeah, man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's safe to say that he's just he, he needs to get back to to surfaces where he'll probably um, feel more comfortable, like like the grass and the and the hard court. I think he's much more comfortable on the hard court. Um, it's the best surface. But exactly. Wimbledon will be interesting if he's fit. It's it's when it comes to a tennis player being fit right now. There's a big question mark a lot. But there's no. But, but did you see? Okay. The, the, um, I think before he played Dominic team, he was. Um, he was. I think he was facing Lajovic, Lajovic yeah. and he was absolutely he standing was in that match. Well, you know the thing is that if you look at one side, you see Djokovic losing, mm. and people you usually expect Djokovic to win. But the other side, if you think about it, Dominic team is playing really well. On clay. Well, that's what I was about to say. He's yeah. he's a top two clay court player in the world. In he my was opinion, the only the guy moment. last year to do something against Rafa. He beat, he beat him in Rome. Yeah. Um, he, he did play he, well in Madrid as well. Exactly. So uh, he was the only person. And in Barcelona as well. Like, what, what happened there? I in, 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 in Barcelona. I remember the team beat Murray in Barcelona. Yeah. yeah. He beat Murray in the final. In um, semi-final. Yeah, in semi final. Uh, was it the final or semi final? Yeah, he beat him in the semi final. I remember I think that Rafa won the title, so it must have been the semi final. Uh, my, my memory doesn't serve me right at the moment, but I'm sh- pretty sure that. Um, he, okay, anyway, let's, yeah. let's just Dominic put it this way. Team plays well on clay yes. let's just say that and he Very was the only well. person last year to do something against Rafa uh-huh. yeah so um, when it comes to the match yesterday between Djokovic and Dominic Thiem uh, today was it today yesterday it was yeah, yeah it yesterday. was yesterday sorry, yesterday. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm getting we're, we're recording yeah. on this on the Friday yeah but yeah when it comes to the match I think that you sh- we shouldn't take too much from that match 
We should see what happens in the next couple of weeks with Djokovic. It's no disgrace. I don't get. No, 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 I think no, people, no way is people, disgrace, people yeah. are overreacting. I think he played a very good game. I think it was. Um, yeah, but that happens always when 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 the superstars lose. You know, when Ro when Roger loses in the first and second mm. round in Wimbledon, when Rafa loses in the French Open, which happens once or twice <laughs> in yeah. ten years. But anyway, people just they get surprised because they expect them because they they're so good that they win all the time. Mm. I, I think I think but tactically. As well. I know, but I think I think tactically. Um, yesterday against against um, Dominic team, there was a bit of a. I think I realized obviously Novak was aiming for the backhand of of Dominic, and Dominic really is very powerful on this forehand. He's he you know has so much power on that forehand, and the, the, the power he generates is literally amazing. There was only one game in that third set, that deciding set, that was between both of them. Really, if you think about it, it was a free all. He got the break, and then Novak kind of crumbled after. Um, but you saw it physically as well. He couldn't hang around. He was trying to chase every ball, but he just could not get. He didn't couldn't maintain it throughout the, the 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 last set, and that's when Dominic was actually proved to be much fitter than him. And maybe it's just a little bit physical. I think I think physically, he still hasn't got at his peak. When he gets there, um, I think along with with his mental game, I think he's one of the best mental uh, players in the game. I think he's he's super strong. You saw. At the peak of his game, how well he defended break points and match points um, during um, maybe the 2011-2012 season, even 2013, one of his best seasons. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't pull the curtain right, um, down on, on Novak yet. I think after the clay court season, going into Wimbledon and the grass court season, that's where we're going to see whether really he's at his best, um, or he's going to reach that stage where he was once at, or maybe you know it's kind of gone. But I'm not going to give up on Novak yet. Will you? No, never. But we would never. never. <laughs> I would never give no, up no, on him. I'm saying uh, he's a true <laughs> champion. It's just that you said physical, right? Yeah. When you said physically, speaking about one of the, I mean, physically, from 2011 to 2015, he uh -huh. was he was a monster. So what he can improve to get better physically, in your opinion? <sighs> because the one thing that people said was the gluten-free diet. Yeah. That that a lot of people said that was the key for his success. I'm not sure what's his diet right now, but um, physically he doesn't look bad. It's just that sometimes he, he might get tired. Like yesterday against Dominic Team, it seemed like he was tired. Yeah, that, that could be that could be an issue. I think in terms of movement, he looked all right, just not at his best in terms of movement because you know how he slides and he's, he's able to grind the point out. And we all know that about Novak. But it's interesting you say maybe it's, it's his stamina and maybe he isn't as, as fit as he once was. So... Who knows? Maybe he needs to change things around. We've seen him change manager, um, coaches, um, and um, trying different things. And hopefully, we can see Novak at his best again because it's such a shame to see him struggling like this. You know? Yeah. Um, let's go on to another man who is just unbelievable. Um, I know I want to. I want to look at the results since from yesterday, but there's no way I'm gonna postpone talking about the legend <laughs> that is not Rafael Nadal anymore. Um, he just beat Dominic Team. Arguably the second best K Court player in the world at the moment. So easily. It was a complete catwalk um from from him. He, he won six zero, six two. Um your thoughts on, on Rafa Nadal? I mean, what kind of thoughts could I have? You know winning against Dominic team, like you said, who's the second best player yeah. on clay right now. And winning Arguably. Yeah. Is, is there anyone else that you put up there? I can't think of any. I mean, I'm sure there are many as Your well. Your guy Dimitrov, is he good on clay? No, that's the world surface. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, anyway, we'll speak we'll about the we'll Yeah, we'll yeah. talk about him in a second. When it comes to Rafa, I mean, you said on the train, 
I, I wasn't surprised. On the train I was here. impressed. <laughs> yeah. If you didn't know what the train is, we were we travelled together, so we were on the train together, so we were talking about tennis. Yeah. Because we can't stop talking about tennis, can of course. we? Go ahead. But you said I am impressed, but I'm not surprised. Mm. So and I think that pretty much sums up everything about Rafa and Clay. I mean, um, he, yeah, it's just real. It's unreal. Dominic team can beat every player. On, I mean, he can beat anyone. I mean, I'm sure tennis is very competitive. You know, they're professionals. It's just that. Rafa, it's on another, he's on another level when it comes to clay, and he he's been dominating the, the clay the clay court season for ten years. More, ten yeah. French Opens, ten titles in Barcelona and Madrid as well. How impressive is that? He's just I've unreal. Never seen, I'm sorry, I've never seen a tennis player be so dominant on the surface. Never in my life. Yeah. I mean, even with with Roger and and Grass, even with Djokovic and Murray with Harcourts, it's not that. I mean, it's everything is impressive. Which is Rafa and Clay. When you see Rafa and Clay, you just hundred percent, you know, oh, that that guy's gonna win. He's yeah. Gonna win. You just see it. Well, well, that's the thing, actually. I want to ask you because Rafa and Nadal, obviously, not far away from twenty Grand Slams. Um, or has he reached twenty Grand Slams? No, no, no. He's not Only far Roger. away. He's not. He's not I far away from twenty or seventeen. Yeah. Ten of those. French Opens. French Opens. So. Is he over? Are we putting Rafa Nadal so high up in the best players ever to play the game when really he was only so dominant on one surface? Well, he he will he was dominant on one surface, but you can't say that he. But wasn't look at the other players. Look at look. Uh, look well, at Djokovic, Djokovic and Federer they have one French Open. Yeah, Murray has never nothing. Won it. Yeah, Andy has nothing. Yeah. No, no French Open. Yeah. Uh, not nothing as in no Grand Slams. Of course he's got uh, Grand Slam, but he hasn't got as many yeah. years as it the took, other top three. How many years he took Djokovic to win in 2016 in the French Open? Ten years. And top, and and let's not forget Roger, Roger only. Roger, 2009. Roger only won it. Ten because, years. Because yeah. Rafa won, lost his Sol- only. Because won against Rafa in the semi-finals, quarter-finals, was it? It's, it? Yeah, it's in semi-finals. Yeah. And and that that's. And what, after and th- th- sorry about that. Next year he beat. Soling, Nadal, you remember in 2010? Yeah. Anyway, it was it was quite it, that was a bit of a personal rivalry, wasn't it? Was. It, it was because the, 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 yeah. the, the Swedish the Swedish player is quite a, a passionate player, um, and and I don't think Rafael really likes those type of players. I think there was one player that was really um, got under Rafael's um, Fonini, skill, I think. and not even Fonini, it was the one it, um, Russell, Lucas yeah, Russell. Yeah, in Wimbledon. Dear me, and the, 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 looks, the looks they gave each other was oh, quite wow. tense. Yeah. Yeah, but I that, remember. That, I rem- I'm sorry. I remember no, a match ahead. between Nadal and Sodling at Wimbledon, where they were mocking each other. If people are listening, they should go online, go and watch it, go on YouTube and watch it. It's, lo- it's, it's, it's you can see that there's a lot of tension. Just, just on Lucas Russell, that's probably the best match he's ever played in his career. Most definitely. Like, like everything he hit turned to goals. <laughs> it yeah. was ridiculous. Like Dustin Brown when he won against Rafa at Wimbledon, couple, mm. 2015, I think. Yeah. But anyway, coming back to, are we saying that Rafa can only dominate on clay? It's well, just an argument. I'm not saying that. I'm just because I know people come at me and say, "Listen, he's uh, he's he's been amazing on all surfaces." But the majority, uh, and and actually a lot of his Grand Slams have come at at, at the uh, French Open. Well, look, let's look at the facts. He's won ten French Opens, right? Yeah. He's won he's won Australian Open once in 2009, Wimbledon twice. I yeah. want to say. Uh huh. And US Open three times, at least, or two times. I don't remember. I, I I will I will get the 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 exact numbers, but you can continue continue no, talking. No, say 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 the exact numbers. Yeah. Well, I was I was gonna get it. I'm in, I'm in the process of doing it. But anyway, it right now. Um, I, in my opinion, I think that he is very dominant on clay, and he'll be remembered as the greatest clay court tennis player. But um, he's good on other surfaces as well. He's yeah. played a lot of finals. He's lost some finals, especially at the Australian Open against Roger, and of course at Wimbledon against Roger as well. 
and uh, the US Open against Djokovic, but um, he he can win on any surface. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to basically just tell you, and and kind of ten French Open, and just kind of yeah, and just kind of bring it to you and in, in put to perspective of how good Rafa is on red clay. Um, he won it in 2005, 2006, <laughs> 2007, 2008, 10. 2010, uh, 2011, Yes, of course. Are you going to oppose him? If he's injury-free, he's, I'm pretty sure he's one of the first. He is a favorite. So you're not going to oppose him? What do you mean? Oppose him as you're not going to be against him to no, win the Grand Final no. I think everyone knows he's going to win it, surely. Let's see Dominic team. Let's see. He just crumbled Dominic team in yeah, front of you. Let's see. He, let, let's see Barcelona, Madrid, and we, Rome. We know he's capable of beating him, Dominic team, because he beat him at Rome. Um, obviously, Dominic's coming back from injury. He beat Novak Djokovic. That, that match took a lot out of him. So we need to take all of that into perspective. However, Dominic is able to win at least one set against him. So it's not just it's not completely gone. Um, but I do because we I was saying to you this before we recorded the podcast. I think Roger Federer is completely an utter uh, genius for uh, skipping the French <laughs> Open and the clay court season because he knows he's not gonna beat Rafa. Probably he won't, but he's got a better chance on the clay court uh, on the uh, hard court. Apologies. Um, Want to move on because I'm cool. I'm in complete awe of Rafa Nadal. I'm just complete <laughs> yeah. man crush Who's right next? now. Um, let's talk about uh, your man uh, Grigor Dimitrov. If you're a new listener to the podcast, you will know that. You, my... you don't say that. No, People I don't think I'm biased. No, you're not biased. I'm just saying, you know, if you're a new listener to the podcast, Misha is a Bulgarian. Um, he loves uh, Grigor Dimitrov. Is that safe to I say? Support him. Support yeah. him. Do you love him? Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, let's <laughs> support the guy. Okay. But anyway. Great the, match yesterday against. Yes, tell us. Not a great of a match, but a um, mentally good match against Cole Schreiber. Good win, three sets. Today he won against David Goffin, quarterfinals. Yeah. First set, 6 4. Yeah. Yeah. Second set, he was down 5 1, and he managed to win 7 6 in tiebreak. Vintage Grigor Dimitrov. Vintage. Literally. Which brings me to the question we spoke about a little bit earlier consistency. Biggest problem, is it? Mm hmm. 100%. I agree with you. I think this is a guy that. Literally has it all in the tank. If, yeah. I'm sorry, if you were Grigor's coach, would, I mean, technically he's he's gifted. Mentally, what would you do? If I was Grigor's coach, I would have lost it by now. <laughs> because he's so up and down, it's, it's ridiculous. But he's such a lovable character as well. Um, such a great player and... and uh, I'm not going to call him baby, baby fed, although I just did. However, he needs to come out of that shadow, and I've mentioned it several times on the podcast. He needs to come out of the the baby fed um, persona, persona, and 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 kind of um, come into his own. And he has done that after for, since the ATP Tour final win, um, and something actually that we thought could be um, the, the catalyst, stepping stone, yeah. yeah, the stepping stone or the catalyst for him to kind of move on and kind of start challenging those top top players. I'm not saying go beat Rafa Nadal in the French Open. I'm not saying go. That would be very impressive. That would be very impressive. You have the chance to, to to play Rafa tomorrow, of course, um, in Monte Carlo. 
good luck to him. <laughs> good luck to him. Yeah. Um, but all I'm saying is at least compete, you know, quarterfinals, semifinals, make yourself there because you're very talented. And we all know it is mental. I think it is mental because he's got all the qualities and attributes. Yeah. Um, to compete with with Roger, with Rafa, um, and and Novak and Andy. Do, do you think that the pressure from early age was too much for him? Because since he was 15, 16, people used to say, "Baby Federer, Baby Federer." After that, he won Wimbledon Juniors. So you Dave would know Federer. that. You would know that better because um, you're his countryman and you know the media around him mm. and you know kind of in, how hard it in, is. In Bulgaria, there was people. People used to say, "You know, Baby Federer." Actually, next, next big tell thing. us. So, so tell us, how is it in Bulgaria? How do they see him now um, or, or in the beginning? In, in the beginning and now, how is how is well, the relationship the developed? It was very new because he was the first male Bulgarian to have some success uh-huh. in tennis. After he beat Djokovic in Madrid 2013, which okay. was his first, not, I mean, not one of the biggest wins so, uh, at that moment. Uh-huh. He was number one. Then he began. After, I think the biggest moment for him was when he reached the semifinals in 2014, beat Murray in the quarterfinals and lost to Djokovic in four sets. That was that was the, the pivotal moment in, in, when it comes to Bulgaria because he, he became big, like thank, the, the same way with Salah in Egypt. Yeah. Because I'm speaking to Egyptian right yeah, now. Yeah, you go. <laughs> no, but um, but uh, of course, if you're t- we apologize for bringing football into this, but I love Mohamed Salah, I have to say. <laughs> um, that is for definitely another another day, but go ahead. By the way, um, he's, he's, when it comes to, to sports personalities, he's the biggest one right now. Yeah. And like I said, he's the first male, I'm, I'm saying male because we had some success in female tennis, but the first male Bulgarian tennis player to reach the top 10, win the ATP the title, obviously Masters, ATP Finals, so that's why he's so big. But when it comes to outside of Bulgaria, people, especially a lot of people have been saying he's the next baby Federer. Mm-hmm. But do you think that the top four was just too dominant for people like uh, people like Dimitrov, Raonic, Nishikori, and team? I think I think we 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 underestimate how good a generation of players we have at the moment. Or we had two, three years ago before Novak and, and Andy's injuries. Um, these these guys are, are ridiculously good, and they've dominated the game for years and years and years now. Um, but there will be a time where they're gonna have to decline. And every sportsman has to go through that. Yeah, but people expected that to happen like four or five years ago. Well, look, look how old how old is Rafa now? 31, 32? 31. 31. Roger's 36. 36. Andy's approaching his he's in 30s now. Yeah. Novak's in his Same 30s age. now. So they they will they will have to, um, um, you know, lower in 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 quality and and in physical. In every single aspect of your tennis game, you're gonna have to basically decline it has to happen maybe we're seeing that with Novak right now maybe and this Andy is Novak well. Andy hasn't played since. Andy hasn't played but that's because of, of surgeries and injuries yeah we'll see if Andy's actually still at his best or we can get at his best after and uh, when he comes back during the, the grass court season which he announced after um, um, and that you know after he said he was going to go through the surgery instead that is just not it's just nature it has to happen Roger is taking certain um, decisions to prolong his career Skipping yeah. the, the the clay court season and it's showing showing in his game, but one you know, even even so, even when he doesn't you know skip clay court seasons, he's still gonna have to um, know when his body's had enough. Yeah, but my question is, people like Raonic, Dimitrov, and Nishikori. Not just him, th- th- not just them. Look at Alexander Zverev, Dominic Team. Um, um, Shasavera Kyrgios. Kyrgios these guys need to step it up and the fact that they haven't stepped it up whilst these guys are on basically on the pinnacle or just on the edge of declining it worries me for tennis 
I think at no some one's, stage... No, sorry, no one's taking it from the scruff of the neck and say, I'm taking this now. <laughs> yeah. Who has? No one. Um, Chilich always flirted with... with, with, um, with okay, before we, we, we go to Chilich... That's because I'm really having a run. Yeah, Let me yeah, have this one because yeah, I'm yeah. really upset. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Look at... Say Burlich as well. Uh, who? Burlich. Oh, Burlich. Oh, dear. Besides it, Chilich, yeah? Chilich, Burlich. Um, Raunich, I would, I would skip that one because he's actually had a lot of injuries even right now as well. He's struggled with... But when he has had injuries, he showed that he can he can hang with the best. Um, his problem is consistency. Dominic team. He, he's going to be a star in the future. Nick Hero's attitude problems. Um, Sasha Zverev, consistency. It's all the same thing. And, and it worries me for the future of tennis, whether we're actually going to see um, someone taking it from the scruff of the neck. Or you can look at a different type of a point of view and say we're being incredibly, um, incredibly, incredibly... Um, Ambitious, potential. Uh, yeah, and, and we're spoiled because yeah. maybe we're seeing the best quartet to ever play the game of, of tennis and maybe just maybe no one will ever ever um get past what we've just seen from from these guys and what raf is doing in the french open do you know what i mean my opinion is that go ahead we will see the next generation you know taking the big things winning grand slams but my opinion as well is that i don't think that they'll be as dominant as as the top four i just don't see it I, I don't think I think it's incre I, I think it's incredibly dif difficult to do before, it before before Nova and Andy ca came mm -hmm. beginning of two thousands it was like Roger and there was there was a little bit of Rafa right yeah but it was like one or two players so we can't we need to go back to history and understand that in two thousand six seven when Andy and Nova came the top four you know they became so dominant and th this past decade from mm -hmm. two thousand six to two thousand sixteen has been so impressive when it comes to tennis history to see only four guys from the 52 grand slams i think it was something like 46 were won won by them the uh -huh. rest were like the portrait of Vavrinka. that was that's just so impressive and people like you said people are spoiled you know what i mean yeah but um i don't think that the next generation can be as dominant as they were i think some of them will win some grand slams in the future Kyrgios, mm -hmm. zverev dominic team maybe it's just that I don't think they'll be as dominant as, as they were. I just don't see it. Okay. Um, we talked about Sasha Zverev. Oh, oh, you might know him as Alexander Zverev. Um, this, that, it's a difficult one. And I really want to ask you about Sasha. What do you think is wrong with Sasha right now? And, and um, I'm not saying anything is particularly wrong. Just maybe we're expecting too much from him, no? I think the, 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 only, the only thing we expect more from Sasha Zverev is Grand Slam performances. Mm. He's won Masters. He's won. He's been at the ATP Finals. Why? First of all, he's 20 years of age. He's pretty young. Mm -hmm. But uh, if we say young, but Rafa was 18 when he won the French Open. Yeah. So, um, but uh, when it comes to Sasha's verified, think just experience. You can see some matches that he's just he's a little bit short-tempered sometimes. Uh, in my opinion. I I I I think he's got all the attributes and he's got all the skills to kind oh, of. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Um, he's got all the skills to be number one. Definitely. He's got. He's, he's, he's even got the, the look. To say that. He's even got the look and and everything yeah, about yeah. him. And 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 the way he speaks, you know, the way. I mean, professional. Yeah, yeah. Also but, professional. Um, sometimes it feels like he's rushing things when it comes because then, especially grand slams, mm -hmm. five sets, anything can happen. That's why Roger is Roger because he's so composed. He can. He knows that what sometimes might be better to lose this and then win the next one. Mm -hmm. So um, I think this is something that Sasha's ref can, can 
can you know see and learn from Roger in my yeah. opinion um we're gonna, I just want to touch up really quickly um, on uh, Richard Gasquet, who has just stopped us. We, from just, we should say that Zverev and Gasquet are playing tonight. Well, I was just about to get to that yeah. because I was going to say Richard Gasquet has just stopped us from seeing a sibling um, um, match between Misha and Sasha um, and Monte Carlo because he beat Misha Zverev yesterday um, quite comfortably, 6-2-7-5, and he will face Alexander Zverev um, later on today because uh, we're recording this on the Friday. It'll probably come out later on. Um, how do you see that match going between straightforward for Zverev oh how comes it's just uh, I think Zverev is too good for Gasky right now Gasky is, yeah. is a good tennis player it's just that he's one majestic the I love watching oh do, the you know what? on a summer day just relaxing and watching that <laughs> Richard Gasquet backhand is amazing yeah. but um, it's just that uh, Gasky is, is the verdict the, 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 the chillish type of press you know he can reach the quarterfinals but that's it yeah, the, the mediocre players. I see. I, I, I want to get something straight because a lot of people are going to think I hate Thomas Burditch. Okay, I don't. Just, I actually love <laughs> his new hair style. Stevens as well. I love the new hair and, and Sloane Stevens. If you, <laughs> if you heard uh, um, the my previous Aust- podcast, yeah. yeah. Was it? It was the Australian Open one that we spoke about Sloane when she lost in the first she round. She lost in the first round before that. It was I think New Zealand before. Australia. Oh dear, yeah. I had I had, a, I had I had a massive run on that. <laughs> dear me. Anyway. Um, yeah. I want to touch off really quickly on last one, um, Milos Raonic. Another um, walkover between him and um, um, Cilic, who, Cilic yeah. who's playing right now with Nishikori, by the way. Um, injury concerns. Too many injuries. Too many injuries. Such a shame, What's isn't it? What's the problem, it? in Such your opinion? Change of coach, change of physio, change of maybe t- maybe try something. To maybe take a rest. Take ho- take a, take a, take take a, a break. Moment, so Th- yeah, like Federer and Novak did. And because Andy. Well, okay, let's think about it. Is he is he really gonna win the French Open? Is he? Say that again. Is he really gonna win the French Open? Let's be honest. Is he? Is clear his his surface? No. Why not take two months off, recover, and go for Wimbledon? And then go for Wimbledon. You've done well at Wimbledon before. No, Andy Murray this time to stop in your way. So. Uh, well, well, you never know what's oh, going to happen. Oh, Wimbledon. Oh, well, I don't. Um, I don't think Andy's going to reach the final. Surely we, we not. Should, we should st- see the Queens and 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 Germany. Let's see how. The oh, if he does it. Yeah. Oh dear me. Uh, be very impressive. Very impressive. Um, when it comes to roundage injuries. What he should change, in your opinion? What is it? Is well, it just too well, much well, tennis? Well, like I said, I think I think exploring the possi- the possibility of um, going into a break, relaxing your your muscles. Um, but he did take a break. I know, but it's not working. On. Yeah, it's not working. We'll take another one, in your opinion? I agree with you, by the way. I think he should take a break as well. I'm it's just saying one. that he's a young guy that needs to play tennis. Yeah. By the way, Nishikori just won the first set against Chilich. Impressive. Your, your reactions. I mean, very impressive. I thought the Chilich would win in two sets. Mm. Yeah. But Ch- Nishikori he's getting needs, back to, he's getting back needs, he needs this. It. He needs this, yeah. It, but um, but he, needs the, he needs the matches, you know, Nishikori. Okay? He, he needs the matches because... Same obviously, thing goes to Raonic as well. He needs the matches. Well, I think we've covered everything. Um, obviously, the Women's Fed Cup is happening. We'll cover that as soon as it's done next week. Yeah. Um, do you want to come on Friday next week or Thursday? I'll give you the choice. I, I mean, I, I'm fine with Thursday and Friday as well. Well, listeners, okay. I, I There's w- a lot of things coming, so um, exactly. I guess we'll, we'll back. We're we approach- are back. We're, we're approaching Barcelona hmm. um, and Madrid. Um, and Rome. And, and Rome. the French Open. And, 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 and <laughs> There's a lot of things coming. It's all, I love it. I love it. Anyway, um, 
Yeah, it's been a long time. How, how, have you enjoyed the podcast? Mate? I did very much so. But we should have the people that listen to it as well. Oh yeah, hundred uh, percent. Thank you, you so much. How you feel? Um, very good actually nice. because um, I've missed it. I've missed not being behind the microphone. And the weather is so nice in London oh, for people. If you're listening abroad and you're not in London, you're missing it's out. Especially good. It's, it's like really, really good. Hundred um, percent. Once again, Misha, thank you so much for joining me. My pleasure. Um, thank you, listener. If you're listening and you love the show, please um, give us a subscribe. Um, you know, try to listen in whenever you can. It would be much appreciated. We do work hard to try to bring this podcast. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. And we will be here next week to look back at Monte Carlo, whoever wins it. Who do you think is going to win it, Misha? Rafa. Rafa. You. Uh, we, yeah. I, we take a brave man to say no to, to Rafa. <laughs> Who are you going to say? Uh, I was going to say Rafa. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't going to say anyone else, you know, not like Nishikori or anything. Gasket. Oh, Gasket. No, I'm kidding. Um, no, yes. Yeah, so like I said, um, thank you for listening. Um, I've been Ahmed Osman. I've been Nishimitov, and uh, thank you for listening again. Yeah, we'll see you next week.